Well, hey there, Difference Maker. I am so thankful to have you here for episode number 15 of the Primary Teacher Friends podcast. Today, I am going to cover a common topic that comes up when I've spoken to teachers about what kills their joy in the classroom. My biggest response was classroom management. So today I am going to cover three mistakes you could be making that are killing your joy as a teacher and give you some actions that you can take to avoid them. Are you ready? You are tuned in to the Primary Teacher Podcast. Now, if your job description doesn't consist of teaching little people to read, develop, succeed, and grow, you're probably in the wrong place. But if you do teach kindergarten, first, or second grade, well, you're what we call a difference maker, and you're among friends here. And now, your host, primary teacher, content creator, and little people fanatic, Tony Mullins. Welcome, welcome, teacher. I just have to start today's episode off by saying thank you to a listener named Doreen. Doreen left an incredible review on the podcast, and I just have to share it with you because it brought me so much joy. Doreen says, Tony, I feel like we're old friends, and I look forward each week to listening to your podcast. My students, my husband, and my own kids all know you by name, and we love you. My hairdresser even loved your podcast on student engagement and wanted to join your group. You are so passionate and engaging and inspirational. Thank you for all you do to spur us on to great teaching. Blessings to you, Doreen. Doreen, that meant so, so much to me, and I had to say thank you right off the bat. I'm so thankful to share my joy with you and to be part of your teaching as well. For all those listening, if you would like to leave a review, you can also be entered, as Doreen has, into my $50 Amazon gift card giveaway for each month for the rest of year 2020. Just go to my main podcast page, scroll down, click write a review. While writing, take a screenshot. And of course, don't forget to press submit. Then post your screenshot over in our Primary Teacher Friends Facebook community. And you'll be entered into the drawing that happens at the end of each month. Let me also mention that those reviews bring me joy and energy to continue what I'm doing for teachers. So it is so, so appreciated. Now let's talk about a major joy killer for many teachers, classroom management. In my heart of hearts, I want more than anything for teachers to love what they do. Because if teachers love what they do, children will love to learn. You are a difference maker because you are guiding the world's children to success. You are on the front lines, a soldier making every good thing happen in the world because you are affecting the hearts of young children. One area I've found in a lot of research and speaking to other teachers is that classroom management is a big joy killer. It can take the most passionate educator, someone who loves being with children and loves being their guide, and it can rip the joy and passion right from their heart. 
A badly managed classroom can suck the life and happiness right out of you. So that is why I feel it is important to discuss this topic today. Even if you are a teacher who feels you have it all together in this area of classroom management, I challenge you to stick around for this episode. Classroom management is one of those topics that we can never learn enough about. Even though I feel in my heart that I have a very well-managed classroom, I never skip out on any opportunity to learn more. And here is why. It is because children, the lifestyles of their family, and rapport for education and educators is constantly shifting and changing. We just have to be inventive and willing to learn new strategies to take on whatever these children throw at us. We are in this for the long run. So even if you feel like you have it all together, we can never learn or know enough because things are constantly shifting. So today I am bringing you three common mistakes that I see other teachers making when it comes to classroom management. And of course, I would not discuss these topics if I hadn't already learned the hard way how to identify and take on these mistakes in my own teaching. Yes, I have learned from personal experience that these mistakes can kill the joy in your classroom and in your teaching. They can make you dread your job. They can make it hard to show up for work each day because you know you have a hard road to hoe every day you come into your classroom. Classroom management is a huge joy killer, so let's make sure we are not making these three common mistakes. And if you are, decide that today you will take action to overcome these issues. Mistake number one that can absolutely kill your joy are inconsistent classroom routines. So math is not my favorite subject, but here's a simple equation for you. Routines equal happiness. Routines equal happiness. They equal happiness for you as the teacher and they equal happiness for your students. And here is why. Humans have an innate need down in their ancestral blood to feel secure in their environment. We want to feel safe. We want to know what's coming next and we want to know what is expected of us. Routines are a beautiful beautiful way to accomplish that and to feed that innate need for our students and for ourselves. If you're not sure what a classroom routine is, well, it's an area, a time block of your day that stays very consistent. If you look at your classroom schedule, each block of time should have built-in routines. Those are steps that you and your students take that are consistent day by day. Routines are those things that I outline for my students. I explicitly teach and model and then we practice until we have it down. Those routines bring a sense of safety and security to our students because they know exactly what to do, when to do it, and they understand your expectations of them. Believe it or not, having consistent routines will eliminate many of your behavior problems in your classroom. When students work on a schedule with routines embedded, they don't really have time or the need to act out anymore. Let me 
give you a real-life example of just how routines feel for your students. Have you ever gotten ready for work and you can't find your keys or your phone or maybe your shoes? I don't know about you, but when I misplace one of those things and I can't go forward with my routine of going to the car and getting on to work, I feel frantic inside. I'm anxious and worried and scared I'm going to be late. And my mind starts racing and wondering, where are those keys? They could be right there in front of me and I look right over top of them. Because I have that anxious fear that I won't find them and can't continue in my routine. When we give students students the gift of consistencies. We eliminate that anxious, frantic feeling of what is going to happen next. There's no frantic worry, just a clear understanding of what will come next and what is expected of them. So how are your routines? Are you giving your students that sense of safety and security? Do they know exactly what to do next at any point of the day? If not, I suggest taking a good look at your schedule and create some new routines. I hope to do a podcast episode all about routines in the future, but for now, you can use the framework that I use to create consistent routines that I have placed over on my website at teachertony.com forward slash routines. There you will find five easy steps to creating and implementing a solid classroom routine that will help you better manage your classroom. Classroom management Mistake number two that could be completely killing the joy in your classroom is too much fun. Oh, Lord, I bet you think I am a Scrooge right now. Someone who hates the joy to be found in classroom fun. But no, I'm not. When I say too much fun, I mean all of these elaborate activities and projects and parties that we don't strategically plan in our classroom. I've had the wonderful opportunity to help many new teachers in my district. And a common theme I found is that they feel that every activity they do in their classroom has to be elaborate and fun. They feel they have to have all of these engaging and beautiful projects lined out for their students in order to make learning fun. Well, let me just tell you, learning is naturally fun. If you are presenting content in a way that your students feel successful, that process is fun. Anything you're good at feels fun to you. So ditch some of those elaborate activities and instead enjoy a well-managed classroom of students who are learning in a controlled environment. Anytime you introduce something new, something that has not been done before, you should expect that your students will be on their worst behavior. It goes back to our routines. Anything that is off routine gives us different emotions and our students deal with that in different ways. So every time you do one of these new projects or activities, you are granting your students permission to be overly excited, loud, and disruptive. So here's my advice. Don't ever have fun. No, I'm just kidding. 
have fun in a controlled way. Consider each activity you do a possible management disruption and really decide what is most important. Are daily activities and projects important to your students' learning? No, because without management, they can't learn a thing. Instead, reduce those activities and save them maybe for a special time of week or even month. I would suggest using those on Fridays only. That way you have the weekend to recover from all that disruption and upset that you feel from the bad behaviors your students will show when anything is off schedule. And embed fun in different ways in your teaching. I like to incorporate fun into our daily routines. And that is through learning materials that are fun and engaging for my students. I also find materials that are routine-based. That means they do not change in the structure. They only get harder in the content. If you look at any curriculum that your school purchases, they're all based on this idea of doing the same things over and over, but just strengthening the content as they go along. And the success that my students find through learning in that very scaffold environment makes it fun. Learning is fun. Don't forget that. And ditch some of those overly elaborate and disruptive activities. You'll be glad that you did. Classroom management mistake number three that could be killing your joy is too much focus on bad behaviors. I know it can be really, really upsetting when we have students who show these bad behaviors and disrupt our teaching. But we have to stop letting our students' bad behavior control our joy. I really became happier as an educator when I stopped taking bad behavior personally. When a student disrupts your class, do you feel like they are targeting you, upsetting you on purpose, doing things that you said not to do just for the fun of annoying you? Well, I used to, and I'm glad to say now that I've overcome that with compassionate curiosity for my students' behaviors. Instead of looking at them and assuming they are trying to make my life harder, I wonder what their life is like. I wonder why they are trying so hard to get my attention or the attention of those around them. Finding compassion for our kids can be very empowering. It helps me take control of myself and my emotions. If you constantly find yourself saying things like, Oh, these kids are driving me crazy. They won't listen. They're out of control. Take a step back and wonder if instead it might be you and your mindset around what they are doing. I tell you this only because I once dealt with it myself and really feel empowered now that I found strategies to overcome it. So don't take offense to any of this advice. Instead, choose to focus on positive behaviors. Commend students who do what they're supposed to be doing and what you expect of them. Lift their little spirits with compliments and praise for doing the things that will bring them success in your classroom. Find a positive behavior management system that works for you and your kiddos. And when those bad behaviors do arise, find some compassion and curiosity and investigate where the problem lies. 
build a strong relationship with that student and take the extra time to really overcome the problem by digging deeper than what lies on the surface. And sometimes it's also great to remember that we are teachers and not psychologists. So when needed, Find the extra help and support those students need and really utilize any resources around you that can bring them more happiness and peace in your classroom. Sometimes it's really hard to admit that, you know what, I can't handle this problem. It is bigger than my expertise. But when we do, we open up new doors and new help for those students who need it. So don't spend all of your time focusing on bad behaviors in your classroom. That can kill your joy and the joy of your students. Instead, look at everything in a positive light. Commend students when they do what is expected of them and what will bring them success in your classroom. And you'll see almost all of those negative behaviors disappear. As students work harder to find that positive attention from you, the adult in their life that they love so much. Teacher, I hope you found something today that can help you. If you have further questions, I want you to know that I want to hear from you. I care deeply about you, teacher, because I care deeply about the kids that you serve. If you need me, send me an email to Tony at TeacherTony.com or join our Primary Teacher Friends Facebook community. That group means so, so much to me, and I'd love to have you as a member over there. In the meantime, don't let anything steal the joy that you have and the passion you feel for children. Until we meet again, go make a difference, teacher friend. Teacher friend.